Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with no one else. No, I'm just kidding. DK's here in the background. Glenn is who knows where, gallivanting along the world. Uh, we are not sure. No, I'm totally kidding. I think he'll be on in a few minutes. Um, you know, he's just... There he is. You know, we're just talking about how you're gallivanting and going on some adventure out in the, the abyss. But uh, looks like you just go back from work. Glad that you're here. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful time in Baltimore. Um, we got to get back on the right track here, Jimbo, because let's call it like I, it is. Actually, it's not. It, yeah, it has a depressing been weekend. Yeah, this is a depressing weekend. But, you know, I, I got I, I felt good about turning the corner. I went to I've I've had the my family's had the same dentist since the 70s. Went to him the other day and he was asking about his fantasy team. And uh, look, I gave him some good advice. I told him, look, play pick up the, the Chiefs defense this week. You got the Jets, that's a good defense. Pick up the Chiefs defense because you you know you're gonna get good points there. He got mm-hmm. some good points, he's pretty happy about it. I'm feeling good that I gave him some good advice. So on that good mojo, mm-hmm. we are turning the corner, baby. That's, that's what right. it is. Uh, we're and, here to talk. Go ahead. Well, just we got we got also over to uh, the bad mojo that is being in London for the Ravens because last yes. time they were there, I mean, Hoss, um, all that surrounded that loss well. So, yeah, it is a big bounce back game for the Ravens. Yeah, big time. Um, I'm so looking forward to it and can't wait. Uh, so let's get into it. Of course, it's already week six, which is insane to think about. Um, but let's talk about it. Let's start with uh, some injury stuff. And as you guys all, as you guys know, um, oh, you know what, Glenn? I want to show something off real quick. I want to show oh. something off. I was working on. Are you, are you taking off your clothes, dude? No, 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 uh, no, no. Uh, this uh, that's for a different show. Oh, uh, <laughs> not this show. This is this is a. We don't want to lose subscribers. That's the thing. Gotcha. You know, well, okay. well, if I start taking my shirt off, we're gonna start losing subscribers. Okay. All right, I want to show so? you something. Yeah, you know. All right, let's see here. Oh, hold on a second. Let me let me just add this, and I want to get your your live result, your live reaction here to the to the new to what I've been. Look, I'm not I'm not a designer by any stretch of the imagination, but oh, I I, okay. I was working on some stuff, and we got some new swag out there, and let I kind of like dude. it. All right, like, can you see? Can you see that? This is the front, so 100 percent because. You know, we say 100% all the time. Where is it? I don't see it. Throw it up. Wait. Oh, shoot. You can't see it. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold on. All right. Let me go back now. View store. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Can you see this? I can see I can see 410 Sports Talk, and I, 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 that's all I see. Oh, I am ruining this. Oh, that's why. Stop share. Hold on. Hold on. This is anticlimactic. We're going to fix this. <laughs> I am ruining this. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. There we go. All right. Here we go. Let me see. Pull it up. Put it on the screen now, Jimbo. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I mean, what is this there guy we go. doing? There we, there we go. Oh, I like it. I can see the back. Let me zoom in a little bit here. Let me maximize my screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Please do. I like it, Jimbo. And, and, you, see, you see the back, too? Yeah. Look at you. Dude, you know, I'm trying, but we got some new swag out there. Yep. Um, so DK, I'll, I'll put the link here. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. And then, um, you know, you can put it, DK will put it in the description for us, but, uh, look, new swag is on the line for the competition. I figured I'd throw something new out there for the folks. 
I like and, I like that you're leaning into the hundred percent thing. You know? I just figured, you know, yeah. and there was I know there's a ton of other catchphrases we got, but that I just was blanking and wanted something. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw it in there. So uh yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Hey, getting Katie's approval is all I need. Look at that four tens after dark. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Take that shirt kind off, of, Jimbo. I don't know if we'd have that many subscribers if it was four ten after dark. We might be struggling. Oh, that's awesome. No, anyway, I didn't mean to throw you off, off track there, but I was excited about that, so I just want to show it off. But we got to talk about this game. Yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, redemption to be had this week for the city of Baltimore. We need some something good, especially with Tomlin coming out there talking trash on Harbs. Um, all that stuff we need. So uh, Ravens Host Nation says, I need positive vibes to this game for my sanity, guys. Yes, 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 yes. Well, look, just like Mike Tyson says, Glenn, the only way it gets better is rock bottom. Rock bottom is beautiful. That's what Mike Tyson likes to say. And I don't know if last week was rock bottom, but dang it, it was pretty close for the it wild felt like it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get right into it and talk about this injury report because as we were texting between the three of us, the Ravens weren't messing around this week. Yeah, I was going to say, you showed off. Let me show off a little bit here, Jimbo. Okay. Let me okay. show off a little bit because this is about the prettiest injury report that I can remember yes. in a long, long time here in Baltimore. I mean, look at all those fools at the end, Jimbo. And I don't mean F-O-O-L-S. I mean full participants in mm -hmm. Friday's practice, the most important. If they don't suit up for Friday, chances are they're not going. All these guys, Odell Beckham, Jadeveon Clowney, Marlon Humphrey, Patrick McCary, Keaton Mitchell, who mm. might be making his debut, uh, Morgan Moses, and Geno Stone, all full participants in practice. Looks like the only guy not going to be going is Adafi Owe. Uh, and that, man, the, look, we didn't just get our starting tackles back. We even got McCary hey. back there in case somebody can't finish the game. So I'm already feeling a heck of a lot better about our chances. Yes. So much better. And uh, yeah, just like you said, I guess they heard, well, who's that Charles Davis that did our game on, on last Sunday. I think it was, been. Yep. Uh, and he, he was the one that said two or three times about Rashad Bateman, not catching the ball. Cause he hasn't been practicing. I think they heard that. I think the Ravens heard it and said, yep. you know what? I could be mad at it, but he might not be wrong. Mm -hmm. and uh, it's time to get into it time to uh you know get in gear and and get these things into muscle memory so this is an awesome awesome report uh now well we'll, we'll get into what i was gonna mention later i do want to talk about some guys and and uh the playing time based on them being you know on the field one being marcus williams i'm i'm still a bit concerned about but we'll talk about that all that being said the Tennessee Titans, you guys can see the list here on the screen. Are there any names here? I'm trying to just give it a once yeah. over. I mean, I think the biggest name, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Jeffrey Simmons is a big name. Now, he was limited. Yeah. yeah, but he's an absolute. Now, he's the one I'll never like because he spit in Marshall Yonda's face. Mm -hmm. um, so now, he I'm, still says that he didn't. Oh, he did it. And that it was inadvertent. He said it was inadvertent. No. Is what he crap. said. You know, he was in the heat yeah, right. of the moment yelling. But yeah. you're right. Uh, I don't think uh, Marshall Yond is a liar. So, yeah. But other than Marshall that. Marshall doesn't. He doesn't speak empty words. No, no. He just doesn't. And just the fury when it happened yeah. showed me that, uh, that yeah, he saw the intention. But other than that, Jeffrey Simmons is a hell of a player. Unfortunately for the Ravens, it looks like he's going to suit up getting yep. in limited practices. Now, you know, the, the guy doesn't look like he's going to play. Actually, in fact, he's already been ruled out. Traylon Burks, their second-year wideout. Uh, who's expected to kind of be the replacement for A.J. Brown. Um, 
when they traded him away and used that draft pick to draft Traylon Burks. Hasn't turned out that way, uh, but he's still, you know, a pretty big piece for them to be missing. Uh, and then, you know, Aziz Al-Shair, he's their leading tackler, but he got in a full practice session. Danico Altry is their leading sack guy, but he, get, again, got in a full practice session. So the only one that I see out there that, you know, that they're really going to miss, they're going to miss uh, Burks. Obviously, they're going to miss Elijah Molden because anybody needs cornerback depth. But it's just great to know that the other team is maybe a little more banged up than we are going into a game. Yeah, you know, it's about time. It's like, geez, dude. I mean, yeah. holy. Yeah, I'm just and and like you said, I'm I'm happy we're on the upswing when it comes to health. Uh Eli, yeah. sorry, DK, I, I put this one up a little early. My apologies. Uh, I'm happy knowing we are getting healthy again. Imagine this team fully healthy, dangerous, dangerous. Any idea on an Odafi return? Yeah, so I'll say I'll agree. I mean, and I think a lot of fans of teams that have Ravens caliber rosters will say the same thing, right? Like it is really about health when you got a good football team. If you ain't got a good football team, well then it's about not having a good football team or not having mm-hmm. a good coach. But if you have those things, then a lot of times it just comes down to health. So we're happy to have a stroke of good luck here in Baltimore as of late. Um, any idea on an Adafi return? I don't know any. I don't. I don't have a ton of details about Adafi. I don't know if you have anything. No, uh, I, I, I. I'm concerned about it for sure, yeah. but. He hasn't been put on any IR because that that's why right. he's on the injury report. Because right. if he was on that, he wouldn't even be on the report. So it's interesting. Like it, it makes me think maybe they think it's sooner than later because he's not on IR. But also, I do know there's a limit in how many guys you can bring back. I think it's eight players you can bring back total off of IR, which could mean why Marlon Humphrey wasn't put on it initially because that would be one of the eight players. And maybe that's why they don't want to put Adafi on there because that would be another one of the eight and they want to save that for other guys who knows yeah no that's a great point um but it is interesting to see it, it is something to keep an eye on uh the other thing i want to make something to keep the eye on jimbo are you growing a beard that's a question in the chat oh is it uh, no. no you know what's been happening to me what's i always shave when i'm in the shower yeah and i recently i changed my not recently like a week ago i, I took out my razor because i put it i got you know i wanted to get a new head on it and I left it in my drawer. And I just, every time I get in the shower, I forget to get it out of the drawer. And then I'm in the shower and I'm like, well, I ain't getting out of the shower to get my razor because I don't care that much. And so here uh, we are. So, so here until we are, this dude. pattern ends. Yeah. So you remember before you get in. Right. Yeah. It's just so, going to get longer. Yeah. That's just, it huh? is, is what it, is it really that noticeable? Like, I feel like it's not even that noticeable, but you're breaking up the baby face, Jimbo. Yeah, I know. I got to. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. But the other thing, let's see. Uh, Raise O's nation. I still hate Tennessee from 2019. To be honest, yes, 100%. 100%. And 2020, right? It wasn't there. Yeah, beef back to back years. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget uh, Marcus Peters, man. That interception. Yeah. And then, and then the swiping on the, the yeah, logo man. and everything. Yeah, his shoes off. Yep. Now speaking of the logo and the swiping on the grass and everything else, I just kind of want to bring this up because it's something we talked about at the end of last show. And uh, it is more and more coming to uh, the f- the forefront of this conversation of playing in in England. It's something that DK cleared up for us, and that is that Premier Soccer League does play on pristine grass, which is why we initially DK and I thought that okay, well, it only makes sense that they would play on that grass, right? Because that's I mean, soccer players aren't going to play on turf; they want to play on grass. Uh, and Glenn, you mentioned because you'd already seen reports about complaints about the turf. I think yep. from like the Buffalo Bills and and you know a few other teams that have happened before. So what happens is this is one of the few moments where we were all right. 
So like they do play on grass, which is true, but they take the grass off the field and they give the NFL the turf. That is the same turf that they use for like concerts and things of that nature. So basically what it comes down to is the fact that the NFL isn't paying enough money to these teams to, to justify them for, you know, justify them to tear up and repair their nice grass. So the Mm. NFL just needs to come out of pocket a little more is what I get from this whole thing. That's so insane to me. The money, like the money that this, the NFL makes, I mean, Mm. come on, how much could that realistically be to get it maintained and repaired after an NFL game? Like I'm sure, I mean, come on, this is a billion, uh, it's crazy, but I mean, the fact that the players are even set, like if I, if I was the players, I'm a band together. I would band together and say, we all refuse to play on anything other than natural grass. But then the problem is you got guys like Roquan. It's like, yeah, I'd prefer to play on grass, but I'll play in the parking lot. Yeah. Like he's just, he doesn't care. So, uh, man, I just hope, man, we get out of this without any major injuries. I mean, I, I know bills fans have got to be sick. Matt Milano was their, their Roquan Smith. And look where he's at. He's gone for the year with a shattered leg. Uh, makes me nervous, Jimbo. Yeah, and and Von Miller just talked about this being the worst turf that you know the worst field he's played on. I think he said ever. Um, How long's that guy been around? How many? Yeah, fields that's what he said. He's he like, I've been in the league thirteen years, and that was by far and away the worst field conditions I've ever played on. So, um, yeah, some keep your eyes on. Let's hope that we get out of here. Whatever the outcome, like let's keep the healthy train going. Yeah, right. Let's yep. keep let's keep that going. But all right, so let's get right into this matchup, Glenn. And we'll talk about the the uh, the t- Titans defense, as we always do against the Ravens offense. And then we'll flip-flop it, and we'll get into our breakout players and our keys to the game. And, and of mm-hmm. course, our segment, which is the most important part of the show and why all of you showed up. Um, so let's get right into it, Glenn. What do you know about this Texans defense, my man? You mean Tennessee defense? Yeah, 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 Tennessee defense. Titans, the there you Tennessee go. Problem. Didn't they used to be in Texas? They used to Oilers, you know? Yeah, there you go. Give myself some justification here <laughs> for a brief part. Um, so were we talking about their defense? Yeah, yeah, their defense. Gotcha, yeah. I mean, the defense is the strong point of the team, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess that shouldn't be any surprise when you think of who their head coach is uh, and Mike Vrabel. But they're they're ninth right now in the league, giving up 18 and a half points per game. They're they're middle of the pack, 16th, giving up 335 yards per game. Uh, they they give up uh, third down conversions at a 38.4 percent rate, which puts the, which puts them at 12th in the league. Uh, looks like rushing yards uh, per game. Let's see, uh, they're ninth, giving up 94 and a half yards per game. Uh, so this is. Let me see. Oh, and passing yards. Here we go. They're 23rd, giving up 240 passing yards per game. So not a great defense, Jimbo, but that's the strong point of this team. So it kind of tells you what what we're going to be talking about when we get to this offensive side of the ball. But just like a really middle of the of the road defense. Like they're 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 pretty good at keeping you out of the end zone. You know, they they get a little bit staunch when it comes down to the red zone. But other than that, that that Adam. Average or below average in virtually every defensive category, uh, which is kind of surprising because they got some pretty good players at every level and they got a defensive-minded head coach, which is why it's kind of surprising to see them in this position. Yeah, it is. And, uh, 
they're kind of I, I don't know i feel like they're in transition trying to hold on to some mojo that they've had now look i'm not here to knock because i was knocking on the steelers last week pretty hard pretty hard mm-hmm. and uh it didn't work out well for us so uh but i mean the reality is what it is it just they seem like a team that is ready to blow it up at some point but somehow they just keep holding on and say afc south you never know and you know what i mean then they get the playoffs and all of a sudden their afc championship game <laughs> right well they so, keep trying to get quarterbacks in there jimbo because right obviously they're not happy not enough with ryan Tannehill, but yeah. they keep drafting guys and nothing happens i mean malik willis was supposed to be their guy last year and then they tried to move him this offseason they couldn't do it, and now they got him and Will Levis in the background, who, by the way, is a lunatic because he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. And he's and, not and, better than Malik. I, I'm, I'll say it. He's not. A lot of people were like, what? And now some people were really high on him, and other people were really – he was kind of that polarizing guy, Will Levis, where either yeah. you loved him or you really didn't understand why everybody else Yeah, did. he's Mitch Trubisky 2.0. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that, right yeah. now, he's not going to have any better of a career than Mitchell Trubisky. Bullshit. So it's just, it's just crazy. Like, it just shows you, man. It's not so – It's, I mean, it's tough We're to blessed. find a quarterback, man. Yeah, you meanwhile, know. the ESP, after one bad week of Ravens historical drops, the ESPN is like, are the Ravens getting enough out of Lamar Jackson? Shut up. Dude, that was so – Shut up. Silly. Stupid. Like, that whole segment, which I'm yeah. glad that even the on-air people there called out. Some yeah. of these people, like Orlovsky yeah. went to bat for him like crazy. Yeah. Kimberly Martin went. To, but it's like, dude, Chris Canny, dude, come on. Are you nuts? I know. Like, he went in on Lamar. I'm like, dude, you obviously did not watch the game. And then, like, oh, the, like I, I get if you want to criticize the throw because it wasn't a great throw, but everything else was wrong with that play, too. So to just criticize the throw is crazy. And then they criticize the fumble. When he's literally yeah. talking back to throw when his arm is hit. And he's like, hold on to the ball. It's like, yeah, that dude's a monster swiping at it. And he's got it with one hand. Like, what do you want him to do? Dude? It's it's absolutely crazy. Dude, speaking of good throws, did you see the water bottle throw from that dude, Dylan? Dude. Uh, got dude. all three of the guys. Dude, dude, dude. dude, that was incredible. <laughs> I don't even like follow that stuff very closely because like, especially Logan, he's just an ultimate clown at this point. Right. But like, dude, that throw. Ding, ding, ding. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> and look, you get what you, you know, you, you uh, he, he dealt it out. He threw the first microphone. Yeah. So I, I think he threw mad. a water bottle though. He threw a oh, water bottle. Dylan he? threw a microphone. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Shouldn't have started it, man. You no, but you're saying? right. I mean, look, if you don't, if you live in a glass house, don't throw stones, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, don't throw a stick at a guy with a grenade in his hand. How about that? Not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. not not a good idea. But uh, I mentioned, you know, their defense and their rankings. Yeah. I want to point out a couple of players. Yeah, yeah, let's talk uh, about we, we mentioned Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeffrey Simmons is a uh, he's he's one of the very best D tackles. It seems like we we've been facing a lot of really good D tackles. Am I? It, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just seems yeah, yeah. like every week I'm going. He's a really good D tackle. Uh, but yeah, he's another one. And then they got Kevin Byard, who just seems like he's been in the NFL forever. Mm-hmm. Like this guy led the league in picks like ten years ago. Yeah, like, crazy. Uh, He's still around, um, and he, he's, a, he's a pretty talented safety, obviously a ball hawk guy who's had a ton of picks in his career. Uh, Arden Key, another pass rusher. Denico Autry, again, leads their, leads their team with four sacks, and Arden Key is second with two and a half. Amani Hooker, another 
probably familiar name from around who's kind of floated around the league. I think he started in Indy, went to went to Dallas, and now he's there, if I remember correctly. Uh, they, they, they've got a lot of, of, of talented players, which is why it's so surprising to see them so low in the rankings. But as we've seen, Jimbo, football is complimentary. And if you got a dookie offense, it makes a good defense look terrible. And we saw that when the Browns didn't, you know, ever since the Browns don't have Deshaun Watson, all of a sudden their defense that was looking historic is looking a whole lot more mediocre. We see that with the, the Patriots where their defense was good. But when your offense can't do anything, your defense gets exposed eventually. Yeah, and the other thing I'll say too, uh, you know, you're talking about all these good D tackles and and Bayard and things like that. Every week we talk about a good D tackle when when uh, I, as long as I know that a Linderbaum is healthy, I'm like, oh well, I'm not that concerned about it. And then you think, dude, the only thing I think of when I think of Bayard is I think in the playoff game we played in Tennessee, we ended up winning, was when his job was to keep Lamar Jackson from going outside. And Lamar looked at him, and he looked back at Lamar, and then Lamar went outside, <laughs> and he could—he didn't even touch him. He no. didn't even touch him. Like yeah, he'll do that to a lot of people. I mean, goodness gracious! Not, I mean, there's not too many. I mean, that's you do that to a safety of that caliber. That's <laughs> man. Mm -hmm. Coach is talking about that in the film room next week. Well, and and for a while because that was the end of their season. They were off to vacation after that. Uh, but uh, all right. So let's talk about the Ravens' offense, though, because it's all about get back this week. It doesn't really matter who we're facing, yeah. uh, and you know, you guys know what it is when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens' offense. Uh, you know the players. Really, it's about overcoming the the mistakes. Ultimately, is what it's about. Uh, you know, the the picks were a huge deal last. I mean, not the picks. Excuse me. The drops were a huge deal last week. We had I saw some on seven on some sites, eight on some sites, and nine on others. Uh, whatever the number was, it was a historical number that hadn't been uh, reached in a decade since 2013. So, you know, let's talk, let's talk about this offense. Uh, and I just want to give you Glenn, my, my um, key to the game here, because I think it's important. All right. This Ravens offense needs to take a breath. Just take a breath. You heard it all week. And then just play mistake-free foot, not mistake-free. Like, yeah, mistake-free football. Don't turn it over. Look, I think ultimately, as crazy as it sounds, even with all those drops, Glenn, if mm -hmm. we just didn't turn the ball over last week, we still have a good chance of winning the game. Mm -hmm. So let's just not turn the ball over. Yes, we got to catch it. But I'm just asking for something a little bit simpler. Just, just don't hawk it up. Let's just hold on to it. Right. Uh, so take a breath. Don't pressurize it for yourselves. The last game is over and it's like Rafiki, right? Have I talked about this? I believe it's you like brought Raf up Rafiki. Yeah, yeah. The Colts game, the Colts game. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's the same thing. It's Rafiki all over again. Like, I don't know how many times he needs to come out there and smack somebody in the head with a stick, but it just is what it is. You got to learn from it, right? It hurts. It's over. So my, my thing is just don't turn the ball over. Take a deep mm -hmm. breath and just play football. Like that, that's my offensive key to the game. Yeah, it, it's it's like we said on Tuesday. I'm tired of hearing we can't fumble and then watching them, you know, go out there and fumble. So mm -hmm. hold on to the ball, especially if you're a running back. Like, come on. Yeah. That's job one. Hold on to the ball. Yep. And I'm seeing every week we have a different running back, you know, deciding to fumble. Um, but my my key to the game offensively is catch the freaking ball, Jimbo. I mean, it's catch the ball because 
this game would have been an absolute shellacking last weekend if they could just hold on to the ball. Even if they had, they could have a couple drops, just not nine. Yeah, three drops, okay. But not nine, nine freaking drops, Jimbo. And then, by the way, those count, you know, those numbers you said, some had seven, some had eight, some had, they didn't include the, the, the mistracking of the ball where it never even touched the hand to be mm. recorded as a drop because you didn't track it properly. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you you got your feet tangled up. So it's catch the freaking ball, man. But you're so right. It's all about just self-inflicted wounds have mm-hmm. been the reason why they've lost the two games. They haven't been beaten by anyone yet. They've, they've shot themselves in the foot throughout the entire game, and they lost the game, but they haven't been beaten. So right. I think you're right. I mean, you, you can't turn up because here's the problem. It starts to affect their confidence, and then they're thinking too much out there about stuff that should be second nature, like ke- taking a handoff or or catching an easy uh, easy ball because it starts affecting their psyche. And that's the only thing I worry about. If we have another game with drops, that's two in a row. If we have another game with turnovers, that's multiple in a row. It might have start affecting their confidence, and that is not a place you want to be if you're a football team where you're lacking uh, in confidence. So, man, we got all our guys out there. No excuse about – uh, backed up, backup tackles. We don't have any of that excuse because even if one goes down, we got McCarry. Yep. So, man, let's just do the do the bare minimum of what you're supposed to do, <laughs> and they should win the damn game. That's right. Do the bare minimum. I like it. Just slide by. No, I mean, but that's that's the floor. See like, average. That's right. Let's let's push him on through to the next grade. Dang. Yeah, whatever. But you're right. I mean, let's just avoid the stupid mistakes and. uh and play some clean football, whether that manifests itself in not fumbling or, or catching football. I mean, I think both things need to happen, but you know, just like the famous says saying goes like, do your job. This is about as simple as that, but I'll tell you what, Glenn, my breakout player for this game, I'm so excited to have uh, written down. Uh, and that is one Zay flowers. I think that Zay coming off of a rough game. I think this could end up being one of the roughest games of his career when he looks back and one that he's going to look to get out of his system quickly. He wants to turn the page on that game and and get the naysayers saying that the Ravens don't have a number one uh, out of here, right? So, mm-hmm. Nate Flowers is going to come back, and not only is he scoring once, Glenn, he's getting in twice. Hasn't gotten in once all season, and you can book it right here. He's getting a deep pass, and he's getting some yak yards on a second one uh, off of a short pass, and he's going to get into the end zone. Zay Flowers, 100-plus. Six catches, two tutties. Call it. Dang. I like it, man. Look, he needs to bounce back because you talk about confidence. I mean, a rookie is usually the easiest to get his confidence shaken after a, a poor outing. But something tells me Zay Flowers just has the ultimate confidence, and I think he'll, he'll go out there and perform. Mine's Mark Andrews. I mean, Mark Andrews had a horrifyingly bad game. I mean, you drop three easy catches, in my opinion, three of them. And one of which, after watching you know some film breakdown, it looks like he may have run the in or it may have been like an option route, and maybe that that ball he dropped in the end zone wasn't even intended for him. It could have mm-hmm. been intended for Zay Flowers, who was running across the back of the end zone. It would have went right into his hands as well. I guess we'll never really know who it was going to. But Mark Andrews has got to do he's got to do what he always does: hang on to the ball be a monster after the, when you get the ball in your hands, be tough to bring down and just be a mismatch nightmare. Uh, we, we just can't have these drops like last week, man. No, absolutely not. Ugh. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because for a lot of the same reasons, we have our guys 
you know, bouncing back and really who it comes down to. And I'm sure they'll both have monster games. And I tell you what, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm actually, I'm not feeling bad for the Tennessee Titans defense. Not, not in the slightest. I don't know. I even thought about saying that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I did notice in the comments, uh, I think notorious Ravens saying this smells like a trap game. I think if we dominated last week, you could say that, but I think that the whole, whole idea of the trap game is out the window because of the situation that, you know, uh, occurred last weekend of the predicament that was the Ravens loss mm-hmm. to dealers. So it's embarrassing. I mean, yeah. look at uh, ESPN took full advantage of that moment. Through that stupid segment up there. So it's, it's, oh, let's look at this opportunity to bash Lamar Jackson. By the way, highest rated offensive player in the entire league last week by PFF. Mm, That's insane. Not just quarterback, any offensive player. The highest grade was Lamar Jackson, 94.6, I believe it was. Yeah. By the way, I meant to ask this last week. Um, Marcus, is this the Marcus Orr? Is this the one and only? brother of uh little little brother of uh of zach or uh if i remember correctly he had a younger brother marcus who was playing in college who was a hell of a player as well when um when zach was doing his thing uh and and you know towards the end of his career as a player for the ravens so hmm. uh, if you if this is the Reveal marcus or unto us my friend yeah appreciate you uh coming out yeah. but he says my prediction for breakout players pat ricard in need of a bounce back game, we go back to one of our most reliable and underused weapons. Well, I tell you what, he'd certainly catch people off guard. I, I think we'll see less of Pat Ricard because of the health of the offensive line. Typically, when we see we see more of him when we have a beat up tackle yeah. because he's he's really the only bona fide blocking tight end on the entire team. So I don't know if we're going to see a ton of Pat Ricard. What do you think? Yeah, no, sorry, Marcus. I appreciate you going out on a limb, but that is a shaky, shaky, shaky limb, my friend. And uh, but at the same time, I don't know what a breakout, you know, one catch for eight yards might be a breakout game for Pat Ricard, right? So two catches. Two catches for 12. That's you breakout. Know, that's a that's breakout break. for Ricard. Yeah. He's going home with a big old smile on his face ear to ear. That's right. Um, He said, uh, LOL, I wish, but no, I am mm. not. Got you. Gotcha. No, nah, it's all right, dude. We like you the way you are. You don't have to wish right. you're, you're, you're him. Yeah. We, we appreciate you showing yeah. up. You be you. Yeah, that's right. I trust me. You know, I mean? you know there's a, there, if you look me up, there's a James Haskell who's a very attractive rugby player out there who is uh, very famous. And, uh, but you know what? I'd rather be me than, than this guy. So, uh, you know, rep yourself, Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. He puts on his pants just like you do, one leg at a time. Oh, you don't pull yours over your head <laughs> like I do? No. No, okay. I do mine from the top. I put my pants on. Glenn just got a full-on suspension system in his room, and he just jumps in his drawers. They're just hanging from the thing. Just jumps right in them. I'm ready to go. That's they're pressed and everything. Got the crease down the side, baby. Um, All right, let's let's get into some of their offense versus. They got some names. Yeah, they do. They do. They absolutely do. Too bad this isn't 2019. Yeah. Um. But no, they do got some names. There's no doubt, and they and I think they've uh, they just I think they're just a quarterback away. That's what it feels like. But I also at the same time, I'm like, but I remember Tannehill isn't that bad. He had right. some pretty good years with them. But as far as where they're at this season, they averaged 17.6 points per game, which puts them at 26th. Uh, they averaged 293 yards, which puts them at 24th in the league. 
Uh, let's see, third down conversions. They convert third downs at a rate of 37.1%, which is 23rd in the league. Uh, let's see, rushing uh, yards per game. They're 18th. 18th. Tennessee Titans, with you-know-who in the backfield, are 18th in the league in rushing yards per game at 106. Pass yards per game, they're 28th, Jimbo. 187. So, I mean, it's, like, really difficult to find any st any stats where they're top half. Of in fact, I mean, it, fourth down conversion, they're top 10. Mm -hmm. But that's it. <laughs> it's 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 not it's not good and that's and, and you know what's here here's what's even more interesting i don't think derrick henry is the best running back on their team which oh. is just crazy yeah how insane is that to think about yeah like i mean this young guy tajay spears is is taking snaps from him and, and early in the season it's like well game script it got out of hand so they brought in the more pass catching back but it, even in games where it's close, he's still encroaching on uh, on the snaps for from uh, Derrick Henry. So watch out for Tajay Spears, man. He is a home run threat. And as much as you know, we all remember the Derrick Henry of old. This isn't the Derrick Henry of old. No, just simply isn't. Uh, and I tell you what, just like you said, there's some names, and, and you take it a few years back, then uh, this roster looks a bit more dangerous, right? Uh, but you never know the thing about guys that may be in the back nine is that they can, you know, you can do it for one. It's like this, Glenn, when you give your kids to your, to the grandparents and the grandparents know it's for a finite time, they could, they can go all out. Cause it's a sprint, not a blitz, baby. So you mm -hmm. look at your parents and your, or, you know, the grandpa and they're like, dang, you just did all that with my kid. Like, well, it was only six hours and I'm off the next three months. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. Yep. <laughs> so look, you just never know when a, when an old dog decides to say, you know what, I'm going to stretch it out today. And, you know, mm -hmm. even if I feel sore tomorrow, we're going after it. Just take a lot of Tylenol and some baby aspirin. Um, but Raven O's Nation says, hopefully the Ravens will win. And then at one o'clock, I can watch the comedy of DTR. Yeah. Uh, the the Browns starter. Uh, oh, Thompson, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. young kid starting against the 49ers defense. Yeah, I should have kept. I'm pretty sure. He he's not, not going to start. Starting. They're starting the yeah. the the vet, the, right? Yeah, the uh, third string. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's he like recently signed too, right? Yeah, I forgot his name, but PJ Walker. Right. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Shout to the go. truth is light. Yeah, PJ Walker, who's got some play experience, but yeah, most of it is just that. It's only experience. It's not. And how funny good. is that? Deshaun Watson's just like, chilling, I know, dude. dude, chilling, making all that bread. It's crazy to me, man. But uh, yeah, we're with you, Ravens Those Nation. Let's get it done, get it in early, and uh, and mm -hmm. uh, get the win, baby. That's 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 what I gotta say. So, I want to bring this up because this is interesting, Jimbo. Yep. So the Ravens so far this year, the Ravens in in a year where I think we all agree they've left touchdowns on the field, right? We talked about the drops last week. Yeah. So far this year, they've scored thirteen touchdowns. The Ravens have offensively, and they've scored five field goals. So 13 tutties, five field goals. The Tennessee Titans, seven touchdowns all year. Ugh. 13 field goals. Ugh. So it's clearly a team that struggles to find the end zone. I mean, uh -huh. it's it, it's absolutely insane to think that they have seven total touchdowns this far into the season. I mean, it, it's, it's insane. Like, the Ravens should have at least, what, 16? At least, yeah. They, this, team, this team has seven. 
So that's that kind of leads into my key to the game. It's just keep letting them be who they are and let them kick field goals all day. Yep. They can have field goal. They got a hell of a kicker. He hasn't missed one all year. That's fine. Let them kick goals all day long because you ain't winning this game by just kicking field goals. So just, you know, let them kick, let them uh, get it. If they want to move the ball between the eight, the twenties. Okay. That's fine. Stiffen up in the red zone. Let them take their three. If they, if they get there, but just no touchdowns. And, and it should be easy with a team that just looks allergic to the end zone. Right. Yeah, and I'm not upset with it because, I mean, you already know how well our defense ex- uh, excels in the red zone. So this is just something I think that plays in our hands. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's, let's give them uh, 15 points. Let's give them five. You know what I mean? They get five field goals out of this bad boy. Sure, we only, we'll up, we only averaged 14 and a half giving up, Jimbo. So that would right. be an accomplishment. Yeah, exactly. That. That'd be a you big know? day for the Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a battle of a... Bottom five offense versus a yep. top three defense. I mean, well, the Ravens I'll tell are you, top three in mostly every category. And I tell you what, the one thing that I, I think that could change the outcome of this game and have something else come to come to fruition as far as, you know, the 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 Titans. I keep wanting to say Texans. The Titans, you know, taking command of the game or, you know, getting a lead or even getting in the end zone you know, which is a rarity in and of itself for them right now would be the lack of the Ravens ability to simply rally to the football and gang tackle Henry, right? Like we've seen him break off for these 99 yarders or these, you know, long ones. Let's just bottle him up, get two or three bodies on him uh, and let's tackle him. I mean, that's my key to the game, right? It's, it's simply as a defense, make it your commitment that every time somebody's there, you got somebody coming with you, right? It's like a buddy system. Let's tackle Henry in the buddy system, right? Um, so, you know, that, that's my, I think if the Ravens can simply do that, e- everything else should be just fine. And I'm, I'm also going to, uh, give you my key to my, my, uh, breakout player of the game, because I think it's important. I think that Marlon Humphrey is going to get thrown at because we're going to tackle Henry. I think he's going to throw out a lot. Last week he gave up six for 70, 70 and change and a tutty. That was a terrible stat line for Marlon Humphrey. It was bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Marlon is not one of those guys that's going to get down and stay down. I just don't believe it. Marlon right now is in the UK blaring that I get knocked down, but I get up again song in his headphones, corny and cheesy as can be, but he's ready to go for early Sunday morning. Uh, so I think Marlon Humphrey, look, I'm going to give you another one just like I did with Zay. I think he has his hands on a football. Yeah, I think okay. I think he, he produces a turnover this week. But Marlon Humphrey's going to have one heck of a game. No touchdowns. We're forty fours on him. That's what I'm saying. I like it. Uh, SMKG says finally got Henry on fantasy. We won't talk about that. Need this game before uh, third toughest schedule. Y'all think we signed Frank Clark? Early reports are that Frank's heading back to Kansas City, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's yeah. got familiarity there. You know that. He's won there, so I'm All sure. All these players pouting their way out of their current situation. And then crawling back, you know? So, yeah, he's well, going to Well, they go- cut him, DK, but but they cut him because he, they, they, he made it possible by taking that pay cut. Yeah. Because he wanted out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to be in Denver either. Denver's yeah. a dope city. I don't know if I'd want to play for Denver, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're an absolute... Yeah, they're a mess. Um, but, yeah, sorry. Not the year to take Derrick Henry. Should have no. taken Isaiah Pacheco. I hope you got Ty J Spears, by the way, as a handcuff. Because if you don't, go get him. Absolutely. 
but you know what's funny? Like, I think um, I've heard, I've seen some Titans fans showing confidence and showing like acting as if like, like correct me if I'm wrong. Last time these two teams played, the Ravens went into their house and mm-hmm. beat them in front of their wife and kids, right? Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson had an insane game on the ground where he had 130 yards, some change rushing, and 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 we danced on their emblem, right? Wiped the shoes off on that Tennessee emblem in the center of their field, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was we just, I was just trying to did. Right. So like, where's the false sense of confidence coming from? Yeah. Like they're a yeah. trash team this year. And the last time we played beat them in their own house in the playoffs when it mattered most. And then, and then wiped their shoes off their cleats off on the, on the logo. I just don't get where this false sense of confidence, especially when they're playing so terribly this year. Um, yeah. I, I just don't see. I can't tell you, man. From. Hey, look, delusion is a thing. We all know people that are plenty delusional, right? I mean, I guess we all have a sense of delusion, but sounds like Titans fans <laughs> got mm-hmm. their fair share of delusion. And, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes it's uh, it, it's a defense mechanism, right? It's, it's it's all about survival. I guess so. Yeah. And look, it can't be easy knowing you still don't have a quarterback. And it's going to, I mean, look, these guys haven't found one yet. Who's to, who's to think they're going to find one anytime soon? But, yeah, I think this is a big bounce-back game. I think the Ravens do a good job uh, of bottling up their offense, and I think they they bounce back offensively in a big way, hang on to the ball. Uh, but we have to get into our most exciting time of the show here, Jimbo. Let's do it. Um, it oh, and by the way, my breakout player is Kyle Hamilton because the last time oh, I yeah. picked him, he had three sacks. And Yeah, keep picking him. Keep picking him. Yeah, I'm just going to keep picking him until he <laughs> lets me down. Uh, but, of course, this next segment, our competition – which is open to the public, and Jimmy just you know previewed if you didn't see some some new swag uh, leaning into our hundred percent talk. Um, right. This this uh, so you guys can enter this competition. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. What are we doing? We oh, you pointed back up. All right. Here let's we see go. If he does it the right way this time. Hey, okay, um, there we go. Hundred percent, baby. That's right. Uh, make sure you guys participate by entering your uh, over under predictions, your your tiebreakers, your closest to the pin. By sending us a direct message to the handle above my head, um, but let's get into. Oh, Bet US, by the way, brought yeah. is bringing us this segment. Without That's them, right. we Not wouldn't possible. have this competition, Jimbo. Right. I mean, they they they're our ride or die, and they should be your ride or die when it comes to sports gambling. Of course, they are the OGs in the business. Uh, use the, the link in the description or the promo code 410 to get not a hundred percent match, but 125% match up to $2,500. I think so far we've been doing pretty good at guiding you guys correctly. I think whatever the, the line is on the Ravens, I feel confident in taking it. Um, you know, I think the Ravens are going to play really well and play a complete game is what their emphasis is going to be on. So go check it out. But if it's not the Ravens, if you want to do an in-game bet, if you want to hang out with your family, make some fun prop bets, Whatever the case may be, uh, BetUS has it all. Even if it's baseball, I mean, how many people would have bet? How much money would have people have made taking the Phillies over the Braves, right? I'm sure there was some serious money to be had there. So this is a great time of year to get, go make yourself some dollars. Go ahead, do it. Have a good time. Do it responsibly, only with your fun money, and uh, don't bet the house. All that being said, go join uh, BetUS and use the promo code. It's a great and easy way to to uh, support the show. In addition to that, if you don't win over under competition, the merch is for everybody. 
you can you can go buy it, of course. At you know, DK is going to put the the link to the merch in the description as well. It's already there, so go check it out because DK is two steps ahead. All right, the Ravens are favored by four and a half. By mm-hmm. the way, Glenn, mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with the over. With yeah. the, I, you know, I'm taking the Ravens to cover. I mean, Titans are trash, so yeah. Yeah, I feel very comfortable with that, and they just flew out on Thursday. Mm. A so, jet lag. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. All right, let's get right into it. All right, let's see here. So, our first over-under is Ravens rush yards per attempt. 5.0 is the over-under. Last game, we were at exactly five yards per rush. For the season, we're at four and a half. What say you, Jimbo? Yeah, I'm going over. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, I think of two guys. Gus is a career five-yard rusher. And I think of Lamar Jackson, I think he averages a, a hair over five. I think he's closer to six, maybe even over six at this point. But mm-hmm. um, so I feel confident that we're going to be over five. I mean, and they're not a great defense. So like all those things in a pot, I feel pretty good about this one. Yeah, yeah and I agree. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt that they're getting both their tackles back either. So yeah, that doesn't hurt. You know, you're getting those guys back. I expect them to have the full complement of plays. He will be able to pick and siphon through all of them he wants. Uh, whereas I think last couple weeks he's been, he's had to shrink his playbook a little bit judging by the offensive line play. So yeah, over and DK does not agree with us, Jimbo. Nope. He says under, so no, he's sticking with the average. I get it. I think he's uh, just he, trying he, to he... stay in this losing lane he's been in. And, uh, <laughs> I think that's the first step to it. So congratulations to DK. <laughs> you know the best about talking crap to DK is that he's not here to defend himself. One of these days, DK I mean, is going to put himself on the screen. And he's just gonna be like, yeah, he's gonna DK. He's gonna, he's gonna take me out and put himself in. There we go. That he, he's just gonna mute you. Is what he's gonna do. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Let's go to the next one. What do we got here? All right, Ravens are over under Ravens third down efficiency for the season. It's at forty five point one percent. This over under is set at fifty point one percent. Glenn, what say you, my friend? Uh, let's see here. What did I say? Oh, I said, uh, I said over. And I think the reason being is that I think that run game we just spoke of will set them yeah. up for short third down opportunities. And, yeah. uh, for that reason, I think they'll convert. So I say over nice. So I'm going under what I'm going under you because like I, our team. <laughs> I'm just sticking with the average here. It is what it is. We're going gotcha. into week six. You know, there is a little bit to like, we are who we are type thing. Um, now this isn't a great defense. So it does make me a little nervous, but mm-hmm. this percentage could be skewed very much. So by one or two third downs, because we might not be in a lot of third downs. So there might only be eight of them or I don't know, 10 of them. I think there was what, like 15 or something last week or something like that. Uh, but you know, there might be a smaller amount. So mm-hmm. one or two plays could really tip the scales here. So I'm a bit nervous about that, but I'm going under. And DK went over. All right. So this Smart, is where DK. Smart. this is where I win. Okay. Uh all right. Defensive over unders. Titans first down, 16 and a half first downs. The Ravens opposing. Um they're they're averaging 17.2 first downs uh for opposing teams mm-hmm. uh for the season. Um so are the over under for opposing Titans or the Titans first downs is 16.5. I went under and strongly under Dang. this one, Glenn. I mean, they're just not a I'm not concerned about the Tennessee Titans offense moving the ball very well. I will say though, we do let teams move it a little bit more than I'd like between the 20s. 
at times. Yeah. I mean, imagine how much better this team would be if they didn't trade away the best receiver they drafted in a long, long time. It's crazy. I mean, they trade away AJ Brown to draft a guy who cannot play. Like, yeah, it, uh, just got to be set. And then they 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 have to get Hopkins, who what has he got? A year left, two years. I mean, uh, it's just got to be. Uh, they'd just be so much better. I don't know what happened between AJ Brown and that organization, but uh, they got to be kicking themselves. I'm gonna say under as well, but I, it worries me a bit only because. It's not a lot of first downs. I mean, but I'm going to say under because it's just a bad offense and a really good Ravens defense that seems to be getting healthy. So I'll say under as well. And DK agrees with us. So a clean Mm -hmm. sweep there, all saying under. Next one we have Titans rushing yards, 99 and a half. They average 106 on the season, Jimbo. Will they have more or less than 99 and a half? Yeah, they're going to have under 99 and a half. If I'm not mistaken, we give up 90 a game, mm-hmm. um, if I believe is is what we're at. We're right at the 90 mark. So I think whatever it is ends up being about that. 92. Maybe 92, yeah. So I think it's about the average, most likely under more than over in my estimation. So I'm going with under. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Under as well. They're, they're, I think uh, Clowney's going to have a big, big game. I think they'll continue to get better on the opposite side of him with Van Noy getting more and more play time and getting more comfortable. And then no studs in the middle. They're going to, they're so fast, man. And this, this isn't the old Derrick Henry where he can take advantage of faster guys by running through them. It's just, it's not the, the old Derrick Henry. And I think they're too fast to let Spears get, get going too much. So I think they get about 95 rushing yards. So I'll say under, there you go. All right, let's go to the last one here. The old nail in the coffin is what we like to call it. DK says over, by the way. Oh, yeah, he did. All right, let's go to first tiebreaker. Total score over under 42 points. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the Ravens are going over. They're going to win 30 to 17. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens win handily, but that is over 42 points. Glenn, what say you? I say under, only because I don't think the Titans are going to get hold up their end of the bargain. Uh, I think it's going to be a relatively... Low-scoring game for their side, and uh, I think we'll be right around our average. So I'm going to say 21-10 is the final, somewhere around there, 24-10. Either way, under the the 42 points. What's going on, Laney, baby? Sorry, I had to shout somebody out real quick. <laughs> and DK says uh, over as well. So uh, DK and myself are the only two that have faith in the Ravens. And uh, Whoa, hold on, hold on. I said under. Because I didn't think the Titans would score. You got the Titans scoring 17. I mean, what kind, yeah. of, what kind of Ravens fan are you? I don't think they'll get any close to that. Well, I have faith in the Ravens offense putting up 30. Okay. what? Where's your faith in their defense, bruh? You know, it's the NFL. They like offense. <laughs> this is what it is. Blind squirrel so. finds a nut. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Okay. All right. Well, let's go into our second yeah, tiebreaker. That won't be needed. It's irrelevant anyway, but... um. I'll have yep. already won. The second tiebreaker is going to be total yards to the Ravens. Closest to the pin, of course, is the one that can ultimately win it for you. And as always, I am the most faithful Raven, most faithful Ravens fan on this show. 385 yards is what I'm taking, and that is the most amongst the uh, the three of us. <laughs> you just want to point that out? Yep. All right, well, I got 318, which the is least. the least. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start calling you Peter. Oh, ye of little faith, my Look, man. You, you can't get a lot of yards when you're getting nothing but short fields, Jimbo. I've been I telling like you this. You I like that. Saying? 
All right. You know, they're they're going to have they're going to be constantly at the 40-yard line or further when I they like get that. the ball. So it's going to be hard to rack up those kind of yards. Um you know, it's a question uh I'm going to kind of piggyback off of of um a question in the chat. When do they the, do the refs are is this the normal ref crew that we would yeah. see in the states just, and Yeah, they just yeah. They travel over. Okay. Yep. All that right. I know. When did they get there? Yeah, seriously. You know, I need I to know, know, dude. They need to get but there for Monday. Sure I know dude. that they flew economy. <laughs> yeah, and they stayed sure. at a Motel 8. Did they have their uniform on at yeah, the Yeah, they just stayed at a hostel. They had to share rooms. <laughs> Be careful sure. out there, dude. Be careful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this game. I'm typically, uh, you know, it's hard for me, even though I love primetime games, it's hard yeah. for me because the wait is so incredibly long. Like, it's like, oh, Monday nights. It's like, oh, I've been... so it's kind of nice to know that as soon as I wake up pretty much on Sunday, I'll be preparing and then getting ready to watch some football. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good time. I can't I can't wait for it. Masi says, what's for breaky during the game? Breakfast. Breakfast for me will be oh, eaten sure. and well digested by game time. Um but I don't know if that's oh, we got place. lots of breakfast, dude. You know, you know how that you know how the breakfast goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just and saying nine o'clock is late for breakfast for, for your boy. Oh, over here. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will true. have eaten. Well, it's it, just instead of having a already sat on the throne by that time. Well, instead of having like your normal game day food, like we would have here, like your wings and yeah, your, yeah, you know, yeah. your traditional, we're having a, a breakfast spread. Yeah. So, nice. uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Um, and also let's see the second part here, radio yeah. and TV shows saying Ravens disappointing around world thought Ravens would be blowing out team Super Bowl favorite. Well, yeah. Look, the, it's the, a long season. Yeah, and they also have had so many just stubbing their own toe. It's not like this is a team that just is being exposed for lack of talent or yeah. any of that. I mean, it's just they just haven't been playing up to their their level in two games. In other games, they've looked phenomenal. So they just got to get more consistent, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, Odell, C. Odell Presser, I saw pieces of it. Think we regret the signing? I don't think so. It's a long season. Let's see what he does in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we got to get to the playoffs. I'm not saying it's a sure thing, but let's see what he does. Well, if they um, win today, their playoff odds go to 79%. All right. If they lose tomorrow or su Sunday, their playoff odds, I believe, dropped to like 45%. All right. Well, let's get it done, ladies and gentlemen. So, but no, I don't think we're there yet, folks. It's early on. So look, let's you got to understand that Odell signing was more than what's on the field. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was like a, I don't know if cold, it's not a culture change, but it, it was like, it was a taxes for, for, for signing Lamar. That's what it is. Yeah. Taxes. That, and also yeah. just changing the narrative that no receiver yeah. will sign to Baltimore. I think that's yeah. a huge part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's it for us tonight, folks. We appreciate yeah. you joining us. We'll be here right after the show and shout out to all those marathoners tomorrow here in the Baltimore marathon, half marathoners, five K's. They run right past my house. We'll be watching them and cheering them on. How come on. you're not in this, Jimbo? Because I got a I got an ultra next weekend. But why didn't you plan to run the Baltimore Marathon when you're a Baltimore resident? Because I said I was going to do an ultra once a month till the end of the year. When are you going to run the daggone ball? It seems weird that you haven't ran the Baltimore in in a Baltimore Marathon. I did the half with my wife last year. We did yeah, the half marathon. Together. I'm not talking Jimmy Henry. leisurely. I'm talking right, right, right. competitive. 
Jimbo Slim. Well, next year, my goal is to qualify for Boston at the Baltimore Marathon, which is very hard to do because it is not a downhill marathon, but that is my goal. So but next you, year. You train in it's yeah. your backyard. Yeah, yeah, but it's an uphill marathon. Oh, that's brutal. And calves going to be burning. Yeah, so that's my goal. Um, That's the plan. I'll be in it next year and every subsequent year for the rest of my life until I finish. And by the way, didn't your sister win the marathon? And for her age group, yeah, she won it. Yeah. So yeah, got- 3,000 girls at, in her age group, she won. Yeah. You got, lot, you got big shoes to fill. I'm going to smoke her time, though. I'm not worried about that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I could run it tomorrow and beat her time. I feel pretty oh, good. Oh, that's it. I'm texting her. You can do it. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, no, that's it for us, folks. I appreciate you guys coming out. I have a great evening, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey! Ah!